Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Tracy Kimberg is a therapist who specialises in working with both teenagers and couples. Her expertise in relationship building definitely helps with her networking. Thank you very much for joining me on the podcast today, Tracy. It's lovely to be here. I'm excited. So, Tracy, you're a relationship therapist, um, but your background's in nursing. What was it that drew you to the, the caring professions? Well, I think it's genetically imprinted into my um, makeup. <laughs> um, my dad, um, he's a gynecologist and my mother was a professional nurse. Mm. So I think I grew up with a lot of caring people around me and um, we were a very big family. I looked after my brothers. They were a lot younger than me. And I always seemed to be the carer in friendship groups and and as I got older I knew that I had to do something to help people so that's how I got into that. And how long did you spend in nursing? Oh um, well I went to nursing actually um, straight after school and I I was a nurse for probably um, it must have been about let's work it out must have been about 18 years 19 Mm. years long time <laughs> it is a long time it um, is a very long time but I'm um, nursing you evolve as a nurse just like mm. you do as a human being and you know I started off maybe um, as a pediatric nurse and evolved into ICU and um, then went to psychiatric type of nursing so you know you evolve so it doesn't get boring mm. which is great yeah and so when did you realise that you wanted to move away from that and do something a bit different? Um, I'm quite an independent person and I realised that the hours that you have to work as a nurse wasn't really working for me mm. as a mother of three daughters and, you know, I, I knew that I had to do something where I could manage my own time mm. according to my uh, responsibilities at home so um, I actually initially started working self-employed uh, when my um, youngest daughter was um, born. She, it was 2005. Um, but when I um, decided, okay, I'm going to study and uh, rather be a therapist was um, about seven years ago. Um, and I knew that I had to do something that I could do for when I was older so mm-hmm. that wouldn't take so much physical um, expectations from me. You know, I know nursing is very hard work, mm-hmm. lifting heavy people mm-hmm. and it's very hard work. So um, I decided to rather become a therapist and I did that straight after my divorce, actually. So therapy is, you know, it is vast. There's all sorts of different types of, of, of therapies. What areas did you explore? Um, initially, when I started um, being a therapist, I wanted answers for my own life. And I think all therapists are like that, I think, mm-hmm. trying to figure out um, more about life and make more sense out of their own life. Um, but um, 
I think I would, if I had to be really honest today and say, I didn't have a really great teenage years mm. as a as a youngster. So I had this compassion for teenagers. Mm. So I started off with teenage mental health and um, I still see a lot of teenagers today, but I started off mostly with teenagers and um, also helping people that had exited um, unhealthy relationships. Mm. So that was my focus in the beginning. But as um, people got to hear about what I do and I had more and more referrals, um, it evolved to becoming more uh, into um, teenagers and, on the other hand, couples. Mm -hmm. So I help couples at the moment um, quite a lot um, to have a healthy relationship and grow together instead of becoming this space where you become resentful and detached from each other. Mm. And so how, how is it that you help them? What form does the therapy take? Um, are you uh, specifically with couples, Liz? Are you asking with, about with, with both With both groups. With both. Well, um, I'm a qualified hypnotherapist and NLP um, master practitioner, as well as um, a counselling therapist. So I incorporate everything into the therapy with the people that are in front of me mm. because you know we're all individuals and I believe that the one thing might not work for this person but it will work very well for the next person mm. and the same with couples you know some couples come with um, a crisis situation to me and I initially just help them work through that exact crisis but then I'm very, very tuned into using the John Gottman principles. Um, he's a psychologist from America that has done loads of research on having a healthy, happy relationship and what people do that actually destroy their relationships and what you can do instead. Mm. So I bring those principles into the relationship therapy and help people understand how certain behaviors can affect your partner and your relationship. And it's a more like an awakening of the couples so that they can change certain behaviours that often happen unconsciously without them realising. Mm. It's very, very beautiful to watch it all unfold, I must say. So what are some of the sort of negative patterns that we can fall into? Well, um, there are... Quite a few of them, um, but I'll highlight a couple of mm. them. The first one I'd like to highlight is um, the way we argue mm. is sometimes not very healthy. Some people um, argue with a contemptuous type of behavior where they name call the other person or try and put them down. Mm. Um, that can definitely destroy a marriage and your partner. It breaks down trust and the place of safety gets um, destroyed. So that mm. Your partner won't feel safe to argue or have a conversation if that's the type of reaction that um, they're mm. going to get. And then there's stonewalling, which is um, one partner might try and avoid an argument and shut down and think that if I just keep quiet we won't have this argument. Mm. Maybe they had a parent that was very loud and shouty and as soon as their partner starts getting passionate about getting their point across, 
they shut down and think, oh, this is going to turn into a huge big argument and then shut down. But the effect it has on the partner is, you know, frustration and mm. they feel that the partner doesn't want to actually sort out the problem. They just want to ignore it and make it go away, mm. which is not the case. Yeah. Um, and then criticism, I'll add that one because we, um, a lot of us are guilty of that is um, verbal criticism and criticizing your partner in your head mm. as well. Um, thinking that your partner's not good enough and telling your partner that they should be this or should be that um, and criticizing everything they do and not noticing the things that they do that are actually helpful and and kind and loving in the relationship. Yeah. Do you think there are sort of particular life stages or milestones that people find really challenging you know do you find that you you see people who who come to you at sort of similar times of their lives um yes definitely um i think the most if i had to highlight a couple of them the the it's when you have children mm. um children sometimes can cause a lot of um new adjustments that are difficult to make within a relationship then when the teenage years enter, people often have problems um, coping through that stage. Maybe they have a different idea about how to raise um, their children mm. or, you know, the teenagers are rebellious and get into trouble with drugs and drink and mm -hmm. that type of thing. And it, they are just not able to cope with it. And then um, the next phase is where we hit the middle uh, years where the children are leaving the house and obviously uh, when women hit menopause mm -hmm. and men, um, I think, also hit menopause, although <laughs> it's not menopause. But, um, you know, that, that phase where you are now entering a, a new chapter of your life and your hormones change, mm. that is a huge factor that affects a lot of the couples that I see um, in, in the age group of, I'd say, between 40 and, and 60 Mm -hmm. um, uh, that menopause and, and how that affects a relationship and then careers Ch careers um, things are, are, are very stressful at work and people bring that at home yeah bring that home and and take that out on their partner or they aren't, aren't able to actually communicate their stresses that are going on at work at home and it affects the relationship in in some way and obviously, um, then retirement is the last um, phase where, where I have a lot of clients that come and see me when they hit retirement and all of a sudden all they have is each other. Mm -hmm. And it's that frustration of who is this person? I don't even like them anymore. Mm -hmm. um, how can we um, reconnect some way and, and rebuild the friendship that... Um, you know, was maybe neglected as mm. they were going through the other phases of life. So yeah. there's so, quite a few phases. And how do you help people to navigate these difficult times and, and help them move forward? Um, I think the first um, part is to help them get to know each other again. Mm. We have so many expectations in relationships and sometimes our expectations are unrealistic and how we can re-look and re 
um, visit those expectations that we have of each other in a relationship and our partner um, can make a huge shift in the relationship. And realize that, you know, your partner is not the person that you married or, mm -hmm. or met 10, 20, 30 years ago. And that they've, you've both evolved as people. Mm. And maybe you forgot to actually keep nurturing that friendship. Mm. Um, and um, Gottman calls it the love maps. How do you re really um, keep learning those love maps of each other? Because um, as we get older our map gets out of date <laughs> and we need to keep understanding our partner's needs and their interests and their dreams and what they don't like doing anymore and what they mm. would like to try maybe anymore and the same as with um on an intimacy level it's about finding out from each other you know when your intimacy starts changing as you get older you know, um, talk about it and see w what does your partner need from you to mm -hmm. feel a connection on an intimate level and how you can work around together to build that new uh, map that you have to navigate forward and grow your relationship. Even if you are in your 40s, 50s, 60s, you can still grow mm -hmm. as a couple. Yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about networking now. There were Networking, of course, is all about relationships, so it ought to be something that, that you're good at. <laughs> how, do you use, yeah. how do you use networking in your business? Well, um, I wouldn't be able to do my business if I didn't network. Um, and I use it for various reasons. The one is to make um, connections and relationships, build relationships with people that I probably would never have met otherwise from all different fields. Mm -hmm. I love getting to know people that don't do what I do mm -hmm. as well. Because when you're in this field, your your life is actually quite isolated because you and your client in your office. Yeah. So um, with networking, I love sharing about what I do and, um, you know, helping people find their ideal client. And hopefully when they meet somebody that needs me, um, they'll remember me. Mm. Um, I believe networking is about paying it forward more than wanting and wanting, wanting. Yeah. And about really getting to know the people in in the room or on the screen. You know, I've sometimes we um, are very quick to make a judgment of just a person by looking at them. And what I love about networking is you, when you have the breakout rooms and you get the opportunity to actually talk to people, it's um, often, often very, very surprised and um, and pleasantly surprised at how lovely people actually are mm -hmm. when they're willing and and when they're willing to really share about themselves and and be vulnerable. Because I think networking is about letting down that guard. And really being vulnerable and, and um, showing who you are as a mm. person rather than trying to brag about what you do as yes. a, for your job. Yeah. Um, I love um, really asking personal questions and, and getting to know people on that level. That to me is far more valuable. Yeah. And what kind of networking do you go to? You, you mentioned about um, people on the screen there. So obviously you do some online networking. Do you do in-person networking as well? I do um, in-person networking, but it's more like a, a 
get together from the networking groups. Mm-hmm. Um, if they have an event or something, then I'll, I'd, I like to go to that. But I do mostly online because I, for me, it's time saving. Yeah, I enjoy the time saving factor of it. I live in the country, so maybe if I was in London or um, a city, it would be different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a quick half an hour drive, and you're there. But for me, um, I live in Dorset, which, as you know, is in the, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so I need to make use of the online networking, and um, I, I don't go to very many networking groups. Um, I go to a couple. I choose them carefully, and I kind of build my family, as I like to call mm. it, of networkers in that room, and it's lovely. So the the networking groups that you have chosen and you said you've been quite careful about choosing how did you go about choosing them and how did you find them um well I when I started networking I just didn't really know how it worked so Mm -hmm. I just jumped in and went to quite a few but I soon knew that um the type of person I like are real people (laughs) and that are willing to be vulnerable and themselves. And it's not about, you know, a bragging exercise Mm. to go to a networking event. So um, I went to a couple, usually the networking groups offer you a free ticket to come for one or two sessions. And I went to those. And I just let my intuition guide me. Um, So I found one that's quite a large networking group, but they have little pods. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. Can I say? Yes, of course. Um, I belong to the only networking group, which is um, quite a big group, but they have little pods. So you can shift around in the pods Mm. and still um, get to know new people. They're even international, which is great. And then I have um, one called the Wow Network Group, which is um, a load of self-employed women that support each other. Um, and that those are the only two networking groups I go to. I've been invited to one which is a public speaking networking group. I think you might have actually invited me to that. Um uh, I can't think of its name now but I've been um, invited to that one and that looks really amazing where you get the opportunity to it's a speaker connections I've just remembered ah, right. where, where you um, can um, meet people who are either looking for people to speak at events about what they do or guest speakers for your um, programs that you m- might mm. um, do on live or like you with your yeah. podcast you, you, um, the, where you can find guests that are suitable for what you talk about. So networking is clearly you know, very important in, in your business. So if people want to join your network and um, get to know you a bit better and more about your business, what's the best place for people to find you, Tracy? Um, well, people can find me on LinkedIn, um, Facebook and Instagram. Um, they can just type in Tracy Kimberg, relationship expert, and they should find me like that. And Or they can come and have a visit at the only networking group, which um, 
they can also find it online. It's all it's I don't know what the only stands for actually. <laughs> it's O N L E and all in capital letters. And yeah, it's a lovely um, group of people. Very friendly and very laid back, which is lovely. Great. Well, thank you very much for your time today. And uh, the best of luck with your networking and, of course, your business for uh, the next year. Thank you very much for, for such a lovely opportunity. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.